Yo, Rob Harvilla from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for Liz. We miss you, Liz. And it's Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with cover girls. I like that. Um, John and Kate plus eight update. I know everyone is on pins and needles. Uh, and uh, the movie Uptown Girls, 19 years later. Great stuff. Can't wait to get into it. Let's do it. First of all, we're checking in with cover girls, not, you know, the beauty line uh, loved <laughs> by America's Next Top Model of years past. Uh, we're talking actual print media models, the celebrities that are on magazine covers this month. Yeah. Kaya, Gals start us who off. are on covers. <laughs> start mm-hmm. us off with Hillary Duff for Women's Health. Yeah, sure. So Hillary Duff posed naked on the cover of Women's wow. Health. She looks incredible like yes she's just like in a pool she's just like cupping her breasts she's just very tan very glowy she looks great and she looks great and this is accompanied by a little profile it's not very long um and they kind of just are interviewing her about like her body image and like her life after lizzie mcguire and she's talking about how she's done a lot of work to come to peace with her body especially having three children and it's like, sure. that's great. I'm sure we all we all can do some work to come to peace with our bodies. But but we have to stop acting like it's super radical to come to peace with your body. Yeah. Yeah. When you totally. look incredible. Right. Like, right. She looks yeah. great. She looks conventionally Seriously. hot. Like right. Exactly. 100%. She's, she's also like always been like pretty jacked too. You know, like yeah. she I remember like she, this. Is it like the Sparks music video or whatever? She's in those shorts. And she's got like the Carrie yeah. Underwood legs. Like yeah. you've always had a rockin' bod. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. And like she's talked a little bit about how she like struggled with an eating disorder for a bit. Mm. And it's like, mm. it sounds like she's recovered and like, that's great. But again, she worked with a trainer for a month right. to prepare for this shoot. She okay. looks incredible. Let's mm-hmm. not pretend. Right. Like it is super like... Groundbreaking. Super, they're, groundbreaking. Also, like, very, they're also like very edited. You know, it's not like yeah. one no, of those, bro, which yeah. again, great. Great, like it's yeah, fine. Sure, I whatever. also would, do whatever you want. I also would be very much edited if I was doing this, but 100%. yeah, it's you know, it's not like it's one of those like no edits were made, like just a picture mm-hmm. of yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and then another couple of fun bits. She says that um, in her, their house they eat butter and olive oil and sodium and sugar, which whoa, I would Great. hope so. I don't know Radical what else again. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like. Whoa. And then like, and as we're talking, she's enjoying a turkey pickle and arugula sandwich with a deviled egg on the side as a treat. 
That's oh. just a meal. That's well, a lucky gal. Yeah. Pretty Double healthy, eggs are not a high treat. protein meal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Radical stuff from Hillary Duff. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we stand. We stand. We, we do. do. We do. Um, all right. Next up, Dua Lipa is on the cover of Vogue this month. And listen, love Dua. And we're going to be a little haterific again on the top here. <laughs> this is affectionate. This is with love. Uh, we just, you it's know, just love a, to like nitpick. celebrity profiles kind of suck most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And, and this one, the profile was pretty boring. It was fine. It has one thing that I want to talk about, but Dua Lipa has a song early on in her career about how it's sort of like a, a subtweet at like the people who told her she wasn't a good model. And mm-hmm. listen, Dua Lipa, great pop star, not a very good model. <laughs> like no. she's pretty boring <laughs> on the page. Mm. Like she's a very, you know, conventionally beautiful and tall and stunning. But like mm-hmm. I, she's never done a photo shoot where I've been like, you're a model. Yeah, you like know? her major I've, pose for this was like sitting on a chair. She's sitting and sometimes, sometimes she wears great outfits. But again, like I, she, it's very much like go girl, give us nothing, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. which is just her thing. So that's funny. Listen, she looks great on Vogue, but like I, I always think of that song where she's like, you told me I couldn't do this. And I'm always like, yeah. And like, can you, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm glad she found her calling. But again, like I just, she does not jump off the page to me mm-hmm. uh, as someone who loves her. However, I want to mention mm-hmm. uh, this profile was fine. You know, they, there were some fun stuff about how she likes tarot cards. Uh, she always does like these tarot mm. readings when she's doing yoga and like how, you know, what it speaks to her about her life. I was right, like, okay, right. like the kooky yeah. stuff is kind of fun. But right uh-huh. at the end, they're talking about um, <laughs> this this service 95 thing that she does, which is like her lifestyle site. This and is I, her pivot mm. to activism. Correct. Oh, wow. And, yes. And I talked about this in the past because she wrote this po- blog about how she went on this solo dinner in New York. And it was like this big radical thing that she did. And on the podcast, I was like, who among us has not eaten dinner alone? Like, and of course Liz Kelly had not, but not to talk shit about Liz when she's not here. Although I love to do that. Um, but Dua mentions this in this profile and says, some people on the internet were like, Oh, Dua went out for dinner on her own. Blah, blah. I do this all the time. I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't say that. Um, not me. Couldn't be wow. me. She says, I think that's amazing. If you do it all the time, you must be so confident. Thank you. Do it. I am. <laughs> Uh, she goes, but it was a big step for me. I was nervous. Like, what am I going to do? I don't want to be on my phone now. Hold up. Ready? Okay. Her next planned solo adventure to go to the movies. Whoa. This feels like a direct shot at you. It's a big step. It's a big step. Which like also going to the movies alone, like a perfect solo activity. You can't talk to anyone during the movies. Like it's sitting there actively a solo endeavor. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think I think maybe she should have gone movies and then dinner, you know? I think so. I like think movies, movies, I think, should have been the first solo outing. Yeah. Because that you can do on your own. No That's problem. That's a lot less pressure. Dinner, like, you do actually have to kind of entertain yourself other than your phone. So maybe she should have baby stepped to the movies. But listen, she's out there. She's trying. Big she's, things happening you, for yeah, you. An independent woman who's out on the town. So <laughs> good for you. her. Definitely for not her. dating Anwar Hadid anymore. So that's yep. positive. We'll oh. take it. We will absolutely take it. A hundred percent. Okay, next we have Sophie Turner on the cut. Um, Mm. She's very like out and about right now because apparently she's in a TV show. Could have fooled me. Mm. I did Um, not know this. Wow. Neither did I. She's in a TV show called The Staircase with uh, Tony Collette. Oh, I had no idea she was in that. I know because I've seen like trailers for it and I've seen promo for it and I've not seen a trace of her. So I don't know. Crazy because wow. I do know that Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is in it. So it's like, yeah, and Colin Firth, knew, right? Yeah, you would think we know literally he was in every it. member of this cast except Sophie Turner. <laughs> Truly, Tony Collette, I know she was in it yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You think you'd be like, yeah, Sophie Turner is in my TV show, her first return to television, but. Wow. Damn. Missed opportunity. Rude. Especially from HBO. Like, be a little nicer, Come on. you know? Yeah. 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 But anyway, so she's on the cover of The Cut. Um, I think she was on the cover of, like, Cosmo or Glamour mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those dumb profile things where they have a celebrity interviewing another celebrity. Ah, uh, yes. So Journalism. They have, <laughs> <laughs> they have Jessica Chastain interviewing her, air quotes. Yes. And at first I was like, oh, did they just want like two redheads to yeah. talk? <laughs> but they were in a Marvel movie together, if you can oh, remember. Oh, X-Men? Were? Was Jessica Chastain in an X-Men oh. movie? Um, oh, you know she what? was. She was. It was the Phoenix movie or whatever. I remember. I could not tell. Yeah. I think it came yeah. out like right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was. And it's like, that's, oh, that's anything bad. like from that time period has just been like erased from my yeah. brain. Totally. Wiped. 
So, yeah, and I mean, it's, like, fairly boring. They literally just, like, go back and forth being like, no, you're so amazing. This is why we can't do this. This is why we can't have celebrities interview other celebrities. This is always what happens. Like, I was, like, searching for, like, a nugget of information. There was none. And there was none. No, never. There Um, there never is. She looks good. So, you know, good for her. She does. They're living in Florida. Really? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they moved to Miami. Oh, Okay. I feel like everyone's moving to Miami, which is good. I love Miami, so I get it. Um, (laughs) Seriously, uh, Miami changed my mind about Florida, but that's a different that actually. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. That's a different conversation for another day. Anyway, I'm sorry. Okay, finally, you know, it's a name that strikes fear into (laughs) that of a journalist, uh, any type of journalist, really the ones who do profiles, because Jeremy Strong was back in the news. After his, I wouldn't even call it disastrous uh, New York. I still don't think that profile was a great profile. It was great. It was a great profile. And then everyone got pissed. And it was just like, what? Jessica Chastain got pissed. Aaron Sorkin got pissed. Exactly. I (laughs) like the most overblown, stupid. Anyway, so that guy's scary to many journalists. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. But um, his name came up again because Michelle Williams talked to Variety and she said this about Jeremy Strong after he helped her and her daughter, Matilda, uh, with Heath Ledger's death. Um, Jeremy was serious enough to hold the weight of a child's broken heart and sensitive enough to understand her. Matilda didn't grow up with her father, but she grew up with her Jeremy. Isn't that the cutest thing ever? Oh, my God. That is very sweet. I was like, oh, Okay. Jeremy, wow. Jeremy Strong. Love it. Points for Jeremy, for sure. It's beautiful. Also, what an eloquent way of speaking by Michelle Williams. She's just fabulous. Yeah. She's great, you know? And apparently so is Jeremy Strong. So there you go. The more you I know. I guess I, the more you know, and I, I'm that back in on Jeremy Strong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. It really if does. If Michelle Williams approves of you, I probably approve of you. Just I know, as a yeah. Role. Exactly, yeah. So I'm back in, so. Great. There's Love an update it. for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move along to our mishmash category. This is oh, not so worth the tea. This. this week in social mm. media and relationship news. I just have three just right off the top. Just chaos. <laughs> chaos nuggets here for you. First okay. one. This is very important. And I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I, Kai, I'm thrilled that you're here to discuss this with us. But I am sad that Selling Sunset Fanless Kelly is not here because we have mm. to talk about Chriselle. Yeah. And Chrishell. her relationship saga. So, Chriselle of Selling Sunset fame is dating G Flip. Never heard of them before at this moment. Me but. either. Me either. Uh, they are like a non binary star of the indie music scene of some sure. sort. Okay. And Ew. there's been this saga. And I actually, on my TikTok in, I think, March, there was a TikTok that was going around of a Fletcher show. And the TikTok was like, Oh my God, like it's the who's who of like queer Hollywood. And it was all these like queer white women at the Fletcher show. And it was like listing them off. It was like King Princess, like blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, it was like, and also like for some reason, Chriselle from Selling Sunset is here. Mm. I was like, oh, weird. Like strange that she would be there along with all the yeah, queer white women of like Hollywood. Yeah, this floating around for a while. Totally. It was totally like confirmed. Yes. So, and G Flip was the opening act of that concert. But at the time, I was like, mm. huh, like, Good for Chriselle. Like, glad she has good music taste. <laughs> Didn't yeah. think much of it. My gaydar just was not functioning at the time. Well, uh, I mean. <laughs> didn't so see it funny. coming. However, many people's gaydars were functioning. And there's sort of been a timeline. Chriselle started liking G-Flips. I keep saying G-Flip. Quite mm. the name. Uh, started liking their Instagram posts like in February. They were spot- spotted out and about together starting in March. They went to an Oscars after party together. Mm. Um, in early April, I think people were like, this is a thing. Like they are clearly, you know, a lot of commenting yeah. on each other's posts. Um, and there then, was like some Dumois like yeah, spotted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, here and there. And then just these past couple weeks, they have gone totally official. Chriselle posted like this coming out video where she was like, I'm renovating my closet. Look at my closet renovations. And then (laughs) she's like, and now I'm going to come out of it. (laughs) I was like, oh, Chriselle. Good one. Oh, Chriselle. Yeah. (laughs) There are pictures of Chriselle like tattooing G-Flip's thigh. Mm. For like, yes, I saw covers. Yeah, yeah. And then today, uh, (laughs) the music video came out that they shot together that was apparently like the start Mm. of their relationship. Although it seems more like this is a music video you make after you're already with someone. Um, oh, it's a yeah. lot of making out 
in a like a gas station what? convenience store in oh. a room with neon lighting. Chriselle is thrilled to be like a music video girl. You can tell like she's really totally. living her best life with like the mm-hmm. smudged eyeliner and like the mm-hmm. lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're officially going strong. It, rumor is that Chriselle has like moved in. Uh, oh. Although I'm huh. like, what, a, what What? of your renovated closet? So maybe G Flip <laughs> has moved in. I'm not sure. Um, That's funny. But yeah, it's big news. The reality, the straight reality star or seemingly straight reality star to like queer internet fave pipeline is like a real thing. <laughs> there have been several like bachelor stars that have kind of gone this route also. And I have my eye on all of them. This is the way we get Kate into reality television. It really is. There Do you, you guys go. remember when that the two Bachelor contestants made everyone yes. think that they were dating and then they yes. were? Yes. Yeah. I, I followed them on Instagram for like 24 hours and then they were like, ha ha, like miscommunication. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <And> unfollowed. That's <laughs> uh, so unfollowed funny. But <laughs> I am ready to stand Chriselle now. I know nothing about Selling wow. Sunset. I, I will never watch. She, but. I got to say as someone, I, I am a Selling Sunset fan. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this latest season. It's pretty terrible. It's like pretty actively staged at this point. This is the mm-hmm. season two where Chriselle is dating one of the like short, right, bald the bald guy. Twin. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, there's zero chemistry in there. Um, <laughs> but um, Chriselle has had a pretty interesting dating history. She was engaged to Matthew Morrison. Um, what? Wait, <laughs> yes, oh. wait, 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 wait. I I did not know that. How have yes. we buried the lead on that as an internet society? Oh my yeah. God. For That's like, crazy. and then I think like he broke it off. Um, That's tough. Yeah, really, really tough. And <laughs> yes, then she is. was married to the guy from This Is Us, the hot guy from This Is Us. The hot oh, one I didn't know about that us. one. And then he cheated, yeah. right? Or whatever. And then he cheated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then yikes. Damn, she really her. does have a wide history. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm happy for her. She's just, I think this is right. Yeah. She's just having fun. She does. She seems happy. So I'm invested and I'm going to keep an eye on it. I follow them both on Instagram. So that's as invested (laughs) as I get, really. Understandable. All right. Really quick. This is extremely not worth the tea, but it just made me feel incredibly old. I don't know if you guys remember John and Kate plus eight. Uh, I'm sure that you do. This is my childhood watching TLC. Yes. Seriously, this was the dawning of TLC's uh, more fundamentalist era. Yeah. So (laughs) the sex templates are 18 now. And wow. Horrifying to learn. That is insane. But (laughs) Hannah Goslin, who is one of the sex tuplets, um, Uh and two of them live with John. The other four live with Kate. Seems like there's like Mm -hmm. some messy interpersonal stuff there. Yeah. But uh, Hannah Goslin is is like the Goslin sex tuplet and has like decided to make it her brand. And for her 18th birthday, she like had a party at um, Sugar Factory Rode around mm-hmm. in like a 400K Rolls Royce. Did this like launch of this beauty brand that she's calling Goslin Girl. Why does she, why does she get all the like fancy stuff? <laughs> this what is about my question. Wild? Why is she like the sex template prime? Like what happens to the other right. ones? <laughs> what, and that is I, rude. Yeah. And I guess, it, you know, and I also have my other question. Like, how are they funding huh. this? Like they have not been active in the public eye for years. Like they what do they have doing going on? Like, in a, Influencer deals like is John Goslin oh, an influencer? I guess now? I don't know. He don't must know. have some sort of like, and obviously this is an attempt to make money too. So like for yeah. this beauty brand, so maybe they're you know banking on Goslin Girl being a huge hit. But yeah, a lot of weird stuff here. I'm like, what are the other ones doing? Like, how is this happening? Um, I have a all question these, like, for Amelia. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is. Will you be purchasing Gosselin Girl? You know, a, I'm. It is skincare uh, as well. It's makeup oh and God. skincare. She has a pink watermelon serum. Well, damn. And and a rainforest elixir serum. Oh, okay. Wow. See, if you use elixir <laughs> and rainforest, whoa, that's that's pretty uh, enticing. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, rainforest. Come on. You might need to check out their her website. Oh my! We really God. have reached. We are reaching like a breaking point of beauty brands, though. I know yeah, we talked we about it before. It's, it's, too, it's too many. There are too many. It's there are true. only so many oh serums gosh. in the rainforest. And I, think I know, we're running out. but uh, just like <laughs> that sounds so classy. I'm just like, oh, man, damn, that sounds good. It is. It is See, thirty four dollars, which oh, thirty four dollars. That's expensive. That is for expensive. Gosselin girl. For Gosselin Gosselin. girl is not for the average. Who's the market for the yeah. average girl? What other I like know. dumb 18 year olds who already have perfect skin? And are that's like, true. That's who it is. I feel like at 18, 34 dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
Also, That's at 18, true. like, what kind of skincare do you really need to be doing? Just wear sunscreen. That's so You're fine. true. Yeah, seriously. Um, God, yeah, anyway, I, I just needed to share that with all of you to make you feel as old as I felt learning I this. I feel very, very old, Thanks. so thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, next one. I was coming at it from a haterific standpoint, and then <laughs> the more research I did, listen, stay with me here. Okay, James Cromwell uh, of Babe and of Succession. Love it. He is in the news this week because he super glued his hand to a table at Starbucks <laughs> in order to protest uh, their Legend. surcharge King. for non-dairy milk. Okay. So oh. this is not the case in the UK. It's not the case overseas, but Starbucks has a surcharge for like oat milk, almond milk, et cetera, in their drinks if you want to use it. Okay. So PETA had mm-hmm. this protest. Um, James Cromwell took part and super glued his hand to the counter. Freaking PETA. Now, nice. Th- as you know, as someone who... Uh, has has frequented Veg News and made fun of uh, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix and Rooney Mara in the past. I came at this from slightly dismissive perspective. I was like, you know what? This is insane uh-huh. and I'm going to make fun of it on our podcast. However, the more I looked into it, James Cromwell has been an activist for years, okay? He was on the defense committee for the Black Panthers in the 1960s. He used his apartment as a safe house for them. In the 70s Whoa. is what he got into the animal rights movement. And then he became vegan after shooting Babe in the 90s, which wow. like any reason to go vegan. I'm like, you know what? That is very sweet. And I support <laughs> yeah. you, James Cromwell. Also, <laughs> he like really walks the walk. Like it's easy to be like, okay, like a rich man, super good his hand sure. to mm-hmm. a counter. But he got arrested at SeaWorld years ago for interrupting <laughs> an orca wow. show wearing a wow. shirt that says SeaWorld sucks. He served yes. three, days, three days in an Orange County jail after what? refusing to pay a fine after a sit-in in a power plant. So he's doing environmental protesting Jeez. as well. Uh, and he got arrested in 2001 for occupying a Wendy's in Virginia. So he's doing... <laughs> I listen, love it. He is active. He is at protests. He's doing like the Jane Fonda, like walking the walk. He like, is. Wow, invested yeah. in like he's future generations. So I originally I was like, this is hilarious to like super glue your hand or something. But you know, like yeah. James Cromwell... Is out there doing the work, and we have to we stand. We have to stand. I, I we have to stand. Like, you know what? what are Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara doing? You know exactly. Not Where that. are they? They're walking through the streets with Truly. dead animal carcasses, but they're not getting arrested. Super gluing their hands to the. It's like, funny to me how similar he is to Succession characters. Yes, like the anti-capitalist. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so uh, varied reactions point. to this on social Ooh. media, but I think once people like kind of did the research and were like, "Oh, like he actually is right," You've is the real this. thing. Yeah, um, yeah. We gotta respect it, honestly. But totally, James Cromwell. And I, you know, I also don't know that I want to pay, you know, thirty cents extra yeah, to have Omax. So I, love I support to you a couple in your efforts, Starbucks. Right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Seriously. Wow. That was good. I my next piece of little social media <laughs> slash not worth the tea news is nothing. Uh, it's great in comparison to what you just talked about. But um it's you know, it's not great because it's just Madonna and the Pope and they are at odds. Um because Madonna <laughs> decided to tweet, I know, for the most I don't even know why, but this is from May 4th. So I guess I'm sorry, I'm a week late, but that's okay. She writes never too late <laughs> she, for Madonna and the Pope. It's true. It's true. She writes, hello, at Pontifex Francis. I'm a good Catholic. I swear. I mean, I don't swear. It's been a few decades since my last confession. Would it be possible to meet up one day to discuss some important matters? I've been excommunicated three times. It doesn't seem fair. Sincerely, Madonna. Wow. That was, I know. So is there anything specific? Like, did she do something specific? She needs to now ask for you know, that's a great question. Is this related to the NFT thing? Maybe it is- was like cleaning oh. the movie theater. She's atoning for her <laughs> sins one by one. Well, did you Stop. see the NFT thing, the model of her? Oh, no, 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 neither. No. Okay. No. Uh, you can go Google that what she's up right. to this week. Okay. Um, <laughs> she made an NFT model of a certain area of her body. God, um, no. And yeah. so she maybe is is asking maybe for that's forgiveness what she's asking in for advance. Sure, <laughs> fascinating. Well, it could be a number of things. It could be that. It could be like the burning of the crosses. Um, there are be, many yeah. options. It's there true. Are, so. Also, it feels like she's trying to like kind of like be in her share era with like the funny tweets. You know how oh, like share yes. Like, yeah. like if Cher tweeted at the Pope, we'd all be like, ha ha, Cher, like tweeting at right. the Pope. So it seems like maybe Madonna is like trying to get in on. She's that. dipping Madonna, her toes. Yeah. I'm always just a little bit frightened. Yeah, there is that element yeah. of it. Always. No, she's 
She's definitely dipping her toes into the kooky lady of Twitter mm-hmm. um, kind of area. And I'm just, you know what? I think you're completely correct. And I, I see us getting more like um, emoji use. Uh, yeah. We oh, already have yeah. some random capitalization in here. So I, I'm just, I'm just telling the listeners, look for this in the coming <laughs> months. If Madonna starts using little emojis, you know, Kooky grandma. You heard yeah. it here first. It, yeah, you heard it here first. Got it. So. Got it. We'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right, next. Adam Sandler's daughter had a bat mitzvah, mm. turned 13. And I was looking at this guest list and I was like, this is really random. But then I was like, maybe this is not so random. So the guest list included Jennifer Aniston, which is like, that's fine. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston starred in many movies together. Yes. Taylor Lautner. Oh, Why? Halsey, whoa, Charlie Puth. Are these all people that the daughter is a fan of? So I think that is the thing. I well, so I saw photos of Halsey and Charlie Puth performing there. Mm. So mm. I think the daughter was probably like, "I like these artists. Can they perform at my bat mitzvah?" And since her father is Adam Sandler, he's like, "Yes, of course." <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one I couldn't super figure out was like Taylor Lautner. I was like, "Is she was she a big Twilight fan?" Right. Seems too young. Mm. Yeah, and then I Googled, so I Googled Adam Sandler, Taylor Lautner. They were in, like, a random, like, 2015 movie together, and I was like, maybe they had just, like, really hit it off, and, like, they're buddies now. Yeah, that so I don't fascinating. know. fascinating. I would love to know if she is just, like, Team Jacob hardcore, you know? Mm, yeah, like, wow. if she was, like, watched the movies when she was a kid. I mean, I don't know. Do young kids watch Twilight now? I don't know. I mean, it's maybe. definitely, like, turned into kind of, like, an internet subculture meme mm. thing where yeah. like maybe they yeah. do like for the bit you know yeah but <laughs> but that that the jump from like enjoying twilight like as a bit to inviting taylor Lautner to your bat mitzvah is is quite far to me yeah so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i'm so curious about that yeah. i don't know i mean maybe taylor Lautner and adam sandler are i mean buds. he's got nothing going on maybe he really wanted no, to he really doesn't. <laughs> god there was also like a lot of random TikTokers there, but I'm not going to bother to name Fascinating. Them. All right. Rounding wow. out the category with oh like very, very dumb piece <laughs> of news. Um, so yesterday at around sometime in the afternoon, Goop, oh Goop, they posted <laughs> um, an Instagram announcing the launch of the Diaper, which was like, because they got a little uh, accent on the E, so we got to say Diaper. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> A 12-pack of diapers for $120 lined with virgin alpaca wool and fastened with amber gemstones, which are known for their ancient emotional cleansing properties because babies need to be emotionally cleansed, Um, and infused with the scent of jasmine and bergamot for a revitalized baby. Wow. Um, So, you know, people immediately were like, this is ridiculous. This is, and because it's goop, people were like, Yes, I believe that this is a product that they would right. launch. And also the immediate reaction was just like goop is on their bullshit again. No one was. I mean, some people us in the chat because we are, you know, well versed yeah. in, in goop. antics, yeah. we're like, yeah, this has to be fake. But and we're Twitter also well versed in getting it. got on the Internet. Right. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. So I was like, no Twitter, way. Twitter, like immediately believed this was real. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it is not. It was a PR stunt. They had an update this morning. With Gwyneth getting on Instagram, on an Instagram video, and very solemnly being like, people were very angry at this yesterday, and they should be. This is a luxury diaper, and diapers should not be treated as a luxury. And basically, it was a stunt to bring attention to the fact that diapers are taxed as a luxury in some state. Mm. Wow. That's goop activism for you. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. It wasn't like we are doing anything. They were just like, hey, you should donate to this organization if you (laughs) provide diapers to families. It wasn't like they were like, oh, we're like launching some initiative. It was just like, hey, but like you could donate if you wanted. That is so insane. And it's so funny that like all it did was make people like goop would do this. You know, like, I think the only reason we were like, this has to be fake is because they were disposable. If they weren't disposable, I think we would have believed it. If they were reusable, if they were like, oh, these are reusable diapers that are lined with virgin alpaca wool, I would be like, yeah, they would do this. (laughs) Yeah. And like some. 100%. Yeah. So. Goop. Never change. Never change. change. Maybe do change, actually. (laughs) Maybe do. (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. All right, let's get into cringe mode. Uh, we like Kaya pick this week. This is a Kaya McMullen original. Now, if you remember, recent Kaya cringe mode picks have included Geely, <laughs> uh, the the Christmas movie with Emma Roberts at the mall. Uh, yeah, bad bad mm. movie. And Holiday, Holiday. Thank you. And I think those are those are the main two. So Kaya, we were a little afraid to ask Kaya to choose this week, but she picked a great one. We were talking about Uptown Girls. Yeah. Uh, which, Kaya, you said this is a personal childhood favorite, right? So yeah, this was just like one of the movies that we randomly had on DVD as a child. And mm. so like my sister and I would watch like over and over again. So that's partially why Cute. I picked it because I was like, I already remember most of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need to do too much legwork here. Nice. Um, but efficiency, yeah, you know, efficiency near and dear to my heart. Yes. And Amelia, you and I had never seen, we'd seen like bits and pieces of this, but had never seen yeah. the whole movie. I've seen um, the trailers for some reason, like yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> Close well, it was enough. probably again, the we probably had a DVD that played it before then. Like yeah. A trailer. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. Good point. Uptown Girls stars Brittany Murphy and, uh, Dakota Fanning and Brittany Murphy is, you know, the child of, uh, musical royalty. And her funding gets cut off, basically. Um, her parents are deceased, right? Both of them? Yes. 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 They die in a plane and, crash. Yes. And she lives alone in this, you know, penthouse apartment. Doesn't really know how to do anything that an adult would no. do. Um, she ends up running out of money. Someone like her financial guy kind of schemes her, runs away. She needs to get a job. She ends up being a nanny for Dakota Fanning, who is the daughter of like a music producer that her friend knows. Uh, Dakota Fanning's character, Ray, is just like the most neurotic little girl you've ever seen in your entire life. Very funny. Very different from like manic pixie dream girl, Brittany Murphy. (laughs) And basically they just, they help each other grow in many ways throughout the course of the film. And yeah, that's pretty much it. They just like, you know, originally don't get along, eventually become friends and and help each other live their lives Mm -hmm. in better ways. It ends with a dance recital. Yeah. As all great movies, as all great movies do. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get into the highlights. Great movie, first of all. Really fun. I'm really so glad cute. You enjoyed yeah. it. Great vibes. Such a relief. Really sweet. <laughs> Especially yes. after last week. Yeah, we needed a, a cleansing. Mm, yeah. Um, 
All right. So first of all, the first scene of this movie shows Brittany Murphy like in this chaos apartment getting ready for her birthday party, you know, tossing on some makeup and a dress and taking her bra off of the, the lamp and things are scattered everywhere. And as a messy girl at heart, like I <laughs> listen, my apartment is not a mess. You can see it behind me. You but, wish you could be a mess. And I'm not. A, there's a difference between a messy girl and a dirty girl. So like mm-hmm. later in the movie, it shows she has like all these old takeout containers. Like that's dirty. Like that is not me. However, mm-hmm. messy is like clothes strewn everywhere. Like your makeup is all out on your counter. Like you're mm-hmm. just not naturally organized. And that is very much me at heart. So I found the chaos of this apartment extremely relatable, especially when she went over to her makeup and like pulled out the drawer and it was just like products <laughs> scattered in this drawer. I was like, sure. literally, that's what my makeup drawer looks like. Um, so I, it was very relatable to me. I felt seen. also, also flammable in yeah. there, but anyway, yeah, a lot of candles. <laughs> I don't have as many she, candles. She wakes up it's from a nap. There's several candles burning. It was a little concerning, yeah. but anyways, a <laughs> little tough. <laughs> Um, that's really funny. But it's very Sorry. lived in, lived in space, you know? Lived so in, that's good. I appreciated yeah. it. Me too. Um, I also appreciated, you know, love a wise beyond their years child narration in the beginning. Um, <laughs> oh, I just yeah. feel like that, you know, sets you up for something good, you know? It's uh, always, we're going to learn something along with everyone else, you know? But I, I love it, especially when it's done by, I Truly, I was thinking about this after, while watching this movie, but iconic child actor Dakota Fanning, who has since transitioned, like she was she really everywhere. Was. Like, she was in the two thousands. Yeah, she like people were like the go to child actress, Dakota Fanning. Kind yep. of like, I, I mean, I don't want to call her like a second coming of Shirley Temple, but it was kind of like that. Or you know, people always make the child like cast her joke to that McKenna Grace girl. She oh, plays oh, yeah. everyone. Yeah. When they I were feel younger. like McKenna Grace is like a Dakota Fanning. Yeah, totally. Yes. Because I mean, I'm looking at Dakota Fanning's IMDb right now. And in 2000s, she was in Sweet Home Alabama, Uptown Girls, Cat in the Hat, uh, War of the Worlds, uh, big Charlotte's <laughs> Web, Secret Life of Bees. Oh yeah, Twilight Saga. <laughs> Twilight oh Saga. God. That's when she, she got the that Twilight was the, 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 the beginning of the end transition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a hard transition. Such yeah. a hard transition. Um, but yeah, that's so so. She was the moment. I, she she was. was the moment, and I think that we need to cast her and then McKenna Grace as a younger her in a oh, movie, so like the torch can be passed. Yeah, yeah. the circle right? of life. <laughs> the circle of life. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, she's really cute. All of her like little germaphobe quirks. It works. True. Yeah, it's true. It really does work. Um, also, this is really random, but I just I didn't know where else to put it. But this movie, I've never seen this movie, like I said, but I've seen the trailer, you know, upwards of a thousand times. And I always have remembered the swinging door moment <laughs> where she's like, I quit. And then she slams the door and then Dakota Fanning's like swinging door and then it hits her in the face. <laughs> I don't know why, but that... It's been like, what, 19 years? That has stuck with me. I've never seen this movie, but I just, that moment. It's weird. That's how you know it's good. Exactly. A lot of like physical comedy. Mm -hmm. And it's like Brittany Murphy gets like hurt a lot. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) She really does. Uh, Speaking of Brittany Murphy, absolutely beautiful, charismatic, engaging, magnetic, Mm -hmm. like could not be more fun to watch in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I just miss her a lot. She just like I know. absolutely carries this. And I think it's, it's it, in the way that like Dakota Fanning, like anyone else would have been annoying. Exactly. And right. that's the same case yes. with Dakota Fanning's character. Like you have the very neurotic, like annoying child, the very like whimsical, quirky 22 year old. And like, if either of them had like veered too far, it would have been annoying, but they both just are so fun and engaging to watch mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they both just absolutely pull it off and it's great. Yeah. Miss Brittany Murphy. I know. No mm-hmm. one like her. I Seriously. know. Oh, that's sad. Well, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> bring <laughs> us back up. Bring us back up. Another highlight. Oh, back. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So the next highlight is, uh, there's like this random dumb music video yeah. in this movie from her love interest kind of guy. His name is Neil. And, and it's just like, I, it was so random, but it was funny. Did you guys like that? Everything was, about Neil, I was out on. He was okay. terrible, but then I was like, I guess you're like supposed to be terrible because you're yeah. supposed to like show how poor of judgment she has. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. Kaya, you're yeah. thinking on all. <laughs> I've only seen that this wisdom, lady like that wisdom has times. come. Yeah, the wisdom has come over time that's with so rewatching funny. this movie. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The music video was funny, though. With it the, was like, dated with all the the 80. Yeah, it looked really 80s. And then I was thinking I was thinking a lot during this movie, as you could tell. But um, <laughs> they said the 80s are back. And that would have been 20 years ago from the timeline in the right, movie. Right. And now we're like, as we've been talking about recently, kind mm-hmm. of reliving. Everyone wants to relive the 2000s. Yeah. And that movie was released like 20 years later. So I was like, oh, wow, the parallels. So it's 2000s are back, whether we want right? them to be or they not. Are. Exactly. <laughs> Terrifying so. prospects, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is a good movie. Like it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's like a tight 90 minutes. There's a Love very that. like easy plot point to follow. The ending's like kind of cheesy, like where Neil comes back and like, no, get out of here. We hate you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and with all the guitars and then it kind of yeah. just like cuts. But, you know, everybody ends up like, well, I mean, Ray's dad is still dead, but um, she seems <laughs> more adept at processing her emotions. Brittany mm-hmm. Murphy's going to go to fashion school. You know, it's a nice time. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is a nice time. It's like a nice little like platonic rom-com, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into some low lights. You guys, I agree that Dakota Fanning is great in this, mm-hmm. but my personal pet peeve, and this is only like here and there. And I know this is the whole, this is the whole bit in this movie, but yeah. I have to say my personal pet peeve, especially when it's done not as well as this is when mm-hmm. children in movies say things that no child in human history has ever said. Mm-hmm. And again, like Dakota pulls it off and like, actually like the, the writing and the jokes are really good in this. And so like it does work, but I think this movie makes other movies think that they can do the same thing where it's like you have this precocious, like smart beyond their years child that says these words and these phrases and these full paragraphs. And I'm like, no six-year-old has ever said that many words in a row that have sounded that way. And like, there's no way they could have learned those words feasibly. Right. And like, I don't don't care care how fancy the private school is. Exactly. (laughs) And how like, you know, I smart they are like they are every now and then I'm like, that is just something no child has ever said. So, (laughs) right. And again, like it works here because like, it's just funny and, and you know, silly, but yeah. And in other, other examples of this, I'm like, you got to stop. It's kind of insane. I mean, because a lot of the stuff she was saying, I was just like, you know, if this were said in today's world, we'd have like TikToks of her saying this to people and she'd be canceled because she's just like a little Karen. She's well, a little also, Karen. Also, like, where is she? Even, like, she doesn't have the internet. It's the early 2000s. Where right. is she learning about botulism? Well, I, truly. <laughs> exactly. And also, she's really cold about her dad. Like, if there's like one part where Brittany Murphy's right. like, oh, like, are you sad about your dad? And she's like, He's a vegetable. So no. I know. It's like, damn. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. She's so emotionally scarred. She is. She's got a lot of trauma in her, what, like (laughs) six years of life? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Another low light for me. And this was also kind of a highlight, but I did a huge (laughs) double take. There's a party scene at the end. And all of a sudden, like Mark McGrath and Dave Navarro are like in the screen. I was like, whoa, like, Mm -hmm. uh, Why? And like Mark McGrath's got like the bleach blonde hair and Dave Navarro is just like being <laughs> Dave Navarro, which is always like a little scary. And right. they just like have a scene where they're asking Brittany Murphy's character to make clothes for them. Yeah. Right. She like, you know, did this jacket for her guy. But I just was like, well, get it. No, just get out of here. It like and broke then the fourth like, wall so a little bit. Who for was me. that? They're like, oh, Keith Urban's over there. Got to go yeah. talk to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I just have so never, funny. I've never been watching a movie and been like, you know who would make this better? Mark <laughs> McGrath. Like never, oh. and never. It's never happened. Um, also, I forgot like that Brittany Murphy, like I was really caught off guard when they introduced Brittany Murphy's character and they're like on the eve of her 22nd birthday Ugh. and then it got to her <laughs> having an existential crisis about like being Truly. old. And it's just like another gross. one of those things where you watch a movie as a child and you're seeing that person and you're like, oh my God, they are old. 22. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and also like, yeah, and the whole thing is like, she is like, has to get her life together. Like she's getting up there. Like it's not even just that, like her personal existential crisis. Like the tone of the movie is like, her friends are like, it's time you to get to your an shit adult. together. And, and it's, it's like, yeah. you're 22. You're yeah, fine. That's insane. <laughs> she's fine. Yeah, it's crazy. Tough. Top. Triggering. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Triggering as a 26 year old watching yeah. this. Yeah. I will say this was kind of, re- I didn't see, I didn't really have a lot of low lights. So this is like a really, yeah. We're nitpicky. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's a part, and this is about Neil, and he leaves his lucky jacket at her I place. I would say Neil himself is a low light. Yes. He is a low. I agree. And yeah. 
he can only think about his lucky jacket when she's at his place that I don't yeah. that's just lazy writing doesn't track because it's like if this was your lucky jacket that you say that you perform with every night wouldn't you be going over to her place and being like I need to get this yeah. jacket back yeah and as she's leaving her place in the first place he's like oh I have five shows this week right yeah exactly gotta Thank have you. your jacket bro right yeah so get sorry it together, Neil. that was just a little lazy get writing. it together yeah. Neil. well and also the other bit of like lazy writing was at the beginning when Neil comes over and her electricity's off and then it mm-hmm. cuts to the next day and the electricity's working and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and she's on the phone too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where'd you get your electricity back from? <laughs> That's and true. Forth. That is a good point. It's a great point. That's good a great point. point. Um, and then, yeah, I mentioned this, the ballet recital ending is cheesy and like only the real, like my real issue with it is that it implies that this is like Neil's, attempt to like I don't know get back in her good graces or something and so like if it turns out we don't know that she gets back together with Neil then terrible also Uh, the fact that she almost missed it like she's at this fashion interview and she remembers and she's like she's gonna kill me and she like runs and like at the last second makes it to this ballet recital and then it turns out they've like created this entire dance around like her dad's (laughs) guitars like Dakota Fanning is the star like Neil is playing imagine if she had not made it that would have been oh my god so horrifying (laughs) yeah really tough Um, all right let's do what age the best and the worst age the worst it's got to be said, Dakota Fanning's career. What happened, man? She had it all. And then puberty hit and she lost it. And now her so. sister, her sister has eclipsed her as the superior yeah, fan. Did you really like, think so? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Elle, Elle like, fill the spot of like where De- adult Dakota Fanning would have gone? I think so. I think she was just biding her time, you know? Also, like, I'm just <laughs> waiting in the wings. Yeah. <laughs> just just watching her, her sister be, get cute kid roles and being like, You'll see when you'll see later on 10 years, 20 years. I'm going to get you where it really matters. Like the last thing I saw Dakota Fanning in was the Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. And she was in it for like two seconds at like the cult. Yeah. The cult girl on the ranch or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's been in other stuff, but I can't think of anything. Whereas Elle Fanning's like in the great and then like all these like movies and shows. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely swapped. Dakota Fanning's in The First Lady, it appears, which oh, is a that's show that's on, on getting right a little now. buzz. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Right. Great. She's working. But yeah. 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 But she'll make a comeback, maybe. Someday. It's interesting. Fanning is the superior Fanning at yeah. the moment. I don't think it's particularly close at the moment. Well, Although, again, Dakota Fanning just really did what she had to do for like six years She there. did. I just, you're right in that I feel as if when she was younger, we were all saying like, she's going to win an Academy Award. Like, you know, by the time she's like 20 Mm -hmm. out of her teens and stuff. And it's like, I would say, you know, people like Emma Stone and Jennifer Lawrence are her contemporaries and they've, Mm. you know, had bigger careers, which is is fine. I'm not trying to be like, how dare you not have like the biggest (laughs) career ever? But it's just, it's interesting to see how things change. She dropped off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like nobody's, career and I feel a little bad saying this because like Brittany Murphy died and so like we don't know what her career would have looked like she probably would have been like I think pretty great yeah Um, she would have been a great rom-com lead we need her for like the mid-size rom-com you know like we really she just is so good at that but yeah I agree everyone else in this movie hasn't like the most famous person in this movie was Huey who got went on to be the scrubs guy right Donald Faison or whatever yeah he's in those commercials with Zach Braff yeah. Yeah. He sure, yes. he sure is. <laughs> you sure <laughs> is. <laughs> How dare you say those and words to me? <laughs> like, we've said this about like every single 2000s movie we've watched, but like 2000s fashion man aged great. Aged incredibly yeah. well. It looks so good. All, all the TikTok girlies should Seriously. be watching this movie for inspiration. Take even, notes. Even Take when notes. I was like looking up the quotes, like, because for the um, one of the lightning round questions about mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning's quotes, and even just on Google Images, like some of these stills, like just the vibes and the fashion and like yeah. something about it. I was like, this, this is just the exact aesthetic that some of these girls are going for. Oh, yeah. It really like is. Thrift store, flea uh-huh. market. Yeah. yeah. Vintage. Crochet, the like messy mm-hmm. hair, all of it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It is true. Amelia, what has also aged the best? I would say that this movie could have aged kind of poorly like a lot of early 2000s movies 
but it really doesn't have any like, oh my God, that's so yikes nowadays uh, parts, which is impressive. And, yeah, um, agreed. You know, so, and I think it's just a really sweet and fun film. Agreed. It did. It has aged quite well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brittany Murphy, MVP. Clear MVP. Yeah. Clear, uh, clear MVP. Obviously, yes. Yep. Well, I mean, Dakota Fanning is like runner up. Yeah. But yeah. yes. Oh, totally. Yeah, Brittany yeah, yeah. Murphy. Agreed. All right, let's do some lightning round questions. What is the best outfit in this movie? Brittany Murphy has some real winners. For me, I went with the rainbow floral overall dress. She wears like this jean overall long dress with like these rainbow like flowers and butterflies and like all these patches on it. And then she has like this super messy curly updo that I I love that overall dress. I would wear that. It's so so good. It's like peak like farmer's market, hippie, (laughs) granola fashion. Her like cosplaying as like Mm -hmm. a school teacher or something. Kooky art teacher. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really good. And like she, I don't know, something about like her energy, like it is, is just this side of like frazzled, you know, but like she really Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. just like pulls it together and it looks so fun. She could have like submitted a photo of this, like for her role as like Miss Frizzle in the live action yeah. Magic School Bus. <laughs> oh movies, my gosh! Yes, you know. Yes, um, I really like the first party outfit mm. mainly for mm-hmm. the candle, like <laughs> candle. I don't know if that was a candle holder or what candle decoration that she like fashions into a hair clip, which mm-hmm. I thought was like the height of fashion when I was a kid. I was like, That's wow, amazing. That's so genius, cute. <laughs> genius. Again, the TikTok like girlies would have loved that too. The yes. DIY girls. Absolutely. All about it. All about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I totally agree with both of you guys. Um, I said the floral overall dress, but I also like the little candle holder thing. She's got some great ones for sure. She really does. Um, What is the best Brittany Murphy manic pixie dream girl moment? She has several little manic pixie dream girl stereotype moments. (laughs) That is such a good way to name it. I was like, what kind of character? And it's like, yeah. Was this an Amelia question? Amelia was mm-hmm. to see you. Yeah, this is really yeah. good. Thank um, you. It, for me, it was the spontaneous dancing at every opportunity. The yeah. like, yeah. don't the follow any steps. Around. Just follow your heart. And like, <laughs> you know, not only like teaching Dakota Fanning how to do that, but like just in the beginning and in her apartment and like mm-hmm. at any moment, she's just like dancing. And it's, yeah. that's just very, very, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like she's when she's spinning Dakota. Yes, yeah, exactly. The spinning as well. Mm-hmm. The spinning and she like throws her into a cabinet. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> For me, it was a tie between the like rescued pet pig where she's like, <laughs> I was on a trip in Thailand and I didn't want to eat him. And um, walking through the streets of New York uh, barefoot, which was. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. my God. Horrifying. She's so free spirited. She doesn't need shoes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she's protected <laughs> by vibes. <laughs> Uh, that's a great Amelia, point. what's yours? This is also a great pick. There's like a scene that's like really dark. She's like, I'm so depressed. And she goes to this bridge and she like jumps off of it in like a oddly charming way. She's just like, mm, okay. And then she just, and she, <laughs> it's just, I don't, I was like, what the fuck I, is going I mean, it's on? It's not that tall to be clear. It's not a yeah. it's tall not, bridge. It's not, She's but fine. it's like, you know, yeah. there were things implied. So yeah. And then she yeah. just like is wet and splashing around. And that's it. Yeah. And everybody's like, like, get out of that water. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Some concerning uh, hygiene issues here, to be sure. Lots. Also, just like Lots. the hair is so Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the way it's that floofy. it's like, you don't get that like curl because it's not natural curls, but it is very like just messy enough. You know, yeah, where it's like, oh, I just woke up like this. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the the messy updo that like definitely took a stylist an hour and a half to do, but also looks <laughs> like she just rolled out of bed. Um, yeah, it's really good. Chef's kiss. It is. It is. What is the best Ray line where she sounds like a forty year old? So many <laughs> options. Uh, my personal favorite so like the was <laughs> in their uh, their first meeting in the, uh, the bathroom at her birthday party. Uh, and she goes, you brought your own personal soap. And Ray goes, Hey, you want to pick up bacterial meningitis or polio? You go ahead and be my guest. Whatever diseases you're already carrying, probably make those sound like a joke anyway. Also, like she's so aggressive when she says Damn, this. Lines. She it's really like, oh is. my God. Damn. <laughs> Just like, brutal. Her brutal stuff Seriously. here. But also like that aged quite well. Like, and she really does need some hygiene improvements. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. She could use it, apparently. Points were made. Um, I liked when 
Brittany Murphy's character is drinking juice. And Ray's like, ew, disgusting. Might as well drink cyanide. It's quicker. They're like, oh it's great God. stuff. Damn. <laughs> it's so intense. And I guess you want her life. Jesus. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Well, mine is uh, her saying fundamentals are the building blocks of fun. Just I feel like that's some yep. 40-year-old math teacher really is. right there you know mm-hmm. yep put that on a poster yeah, where is she where is she mm-hmm. learning this stuff uh, yeah, i know i have no know. idea no idea i also it's funny because i started this category by being like oh Brittany murphy's character is so relatable and how messy she is but also like some of ray's like little neuroses are also incredibly relatable like maybe it's like there are two wolves mm-hmm. inside of you and like one of them is like <laughs> chaotic Brittany murphy and the other one is like neurotic dakota fanning and like we oh all my just, god mm-hmm. i love that one on each shoulder that's right. um, battling internal but, battle at all times. Yeah, yeah, but really fun movie. Kaya, great pick. Oh my god, mm-hmm. thank you guys yeah. so much. Great so stuff. glad you enjoyed. I feel like I'm, people are people are going to be like, this movie isn't cringy. Listen, we watch what we want to watch. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We deserve joy. And we deserve honestly, joy. Honestly, I feel like any movie from the early two thousands is right viable for cringe mode. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, totally. so suck it. Yeah, <laughs> listeners. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's do the last category. We have a fun variety of unanswerable questions here. Um, Uh I'm going to go ahead and start us off. This one's pretty boring, but I just have to complain. My question is, are celebrities entering their totes era as Mm. nylon mag, uh, implies Mm -hmm. that they are, or are they just normal humans who need to carry (laughs) things like the rest of us? So on Twitter today, it was like the side, like trending topic. And it was like, celebrities are bringing back the tote bag or like, you won't believe what mid 2000s bag like, celebrities bag are carrying. For me, but okay. And I was like, <laughs> right, right. So I clicked on this article expecting to see them like on red carpets with big bags. Cause like, mm-hmm. that, oh, would, be, literally just that them, would be, that would be notable. Home from the grocery no, it's store. literally a picture of like Zoe Kravitz at the farmer's market with a tote bag. I'm like, this is just, what this is a person <laughs> going about their day carrying something like this really is not funny. a trend. This is just life. I mean, if this, this is just if this means the end of like the aggressively small purse that like people right. carry, where oh, like it literally God. only fits a lipstick, and you just yes. Look yes. silly, you look silly. Yeah. Yes, then I'm fine totally. with it. Right, I, which is why I clicked on it because I was like, yes, big bags. Like I have things, and I need to carry them. <laughs> it's like that. Exactly. Have you ever seen that TikTok where it's like minimalism is for rich people? I'm broke. I need stuff. Like that's, that's how funny. I feel about. And I've really embraced the tote bag lately as well. Like good, we yes, need you things. should. We need they're stuff. great. It's roomy. Yes, exactly. It is super roomy. So, uh, they are good. Grab I guess I, go. the answer is that it. that totes have never left and will never leave because never, we always need ever. to carry things, no matter how rich you are. It's and true. Little purses are dumb. Yes, that's <laughs> and the they answer. Are stupid. <laughs> All right, Amelia, hit it. I can't wait for this one. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, the other day, Jack Antonoff released to his Instagram a track list from the new uh, Minions movie, Minions, The Rise of Gru, which I guess is coming out soon. So how uh, many is this like four or five? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. It might be like the fifth. I think there have been like three Despicable Me's of Minions and then at least another Minions. I think this is the (laughs) fifth Minions movie. (laughs) The thing about this too is that Jack Antonoff like posted this like a little like graphic on his Instagram, right? (laughs) It's cute. And when I yeah. first saw it, I was like, I thought it was like a music festival poster. Yes. Yes. And it was like, oh, so purposefully Tame, looks that way. Yeah, yeah. And I was like reading it and I was like, Tame and Paula, like, isn't like Phoebe Bridgers on this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, hey, this looks like a music festival I'd be interested in going to. Yeah. And then I it was know. Like a soundtrack. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. It's just, I don't. It's depressing. It, it is. And they also are covering all these great old songs. Uh, you right, because they want got, like a 70s vibe. Right, exactly. Ah. Um, we've got St. Vincent covering Funky Town. We have Fly Like an Eagle by Thundercat. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know who that is. Black but, Magic you know. Woman. Yeah, wow. they have all these older songs, and it's just like, oh, cool! Like we get what to see. What do minions sound like? Are they like a chipmunk? Yeah, they like I the. Think- bah, bah, bah. You know, they're <laughs> right. like yes. Bah, like, nah, nah, nah. Remember that song? That was the big minion song. <laughs> or do you remember, like in the early two thousands, there was like a. 
big genre of me- it wasn't like big, but like uh, the genre of music with the little hamster dance song and the mm. like blue frog, and everyone was like, "Yeah!" Do you guys remember that? No. <laughs> and remember the commercials for like the Kia with the hamsters? Yes, yes, yep. yes. These are yeah. all in the same genre of music, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Amelia, exactly. what is your question? Regarding okay, sorry. The um, yes, my question is why? Well, I have why? two. I have, I have a couple. Why in general? <laughs> I have two. Why, why Minions? Why? I've never why seen a Minions a, movie. A, a, I've actually never seen a Minions movie and I like want to. Just I to think see, I saw you know, the first one. What I'm missing. The but, first Despicable um, Me was good. It okay, was. I it was you. legitimately it was good. And then okay. they just bastardized <laughs> the franchise. <laughs> they did. But okay, so the Minions will be performing Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia. Which I'm just okay. like, wow, I'm scared, but I also, intrigued. Wa- I'm intrigued. <laughs> and I also feel for the people who love that song, which I mean, I like it. It's a good song, but so, you know, it might be someone's favorite song. Maybe someone named Cecilia. That's her favorite song. I don't know. But anyway, and I got to thinking like, would this like totally ruin the song for someone for the rest of their life? Cause it might, you know, just yeah. the fact that you get these little guys singing it could ruin the yeah. song. Um, so I was wondering what song would you like to hear the minions sing or what song would you not like to like, you're like, you can't sing this song. Minions are going to ruin it for me. I personally would like them to stay away from like the Fleetwood Mac discography. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> understandable. Like, yeah. please, please do not cover dreams. <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> and I'm scared with this like seventies vibe they're going for though. That's like what they're coming for next. And what will surely be another minion sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's true. I think part of their thing is they make up words, right? Or mm-hmm. do they actually, they don't speak English, right? It's like, oh, do they have a link? Like, yeah, they, I think you're right. So I, I would yeah. like, I would like them, I would like them to choose an extremely explicit song. Oh, uh, oh, and then because they're not saying any of the lyrics. So yeah. then it's like, I don't know, like a Kendrick Lamar song. They're probably not rapping, but I would like to see that too, actually. <laughs> um, but just like, like a kid, it would be like a kid's bop version. You know how right. it's always really funny, like when they try yes. to censor some of these songs. Um, yeah. It would be like That's kids' bop, but like to the nth degree because like they're not actually <laughs> using English words; they're just like meh, 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 meh. So then, um, <laughs> that was great. That was really good. I don't. I I will think more about a specific example of this, but um, okay. that's my choice. If I have to choose something <laughs> for them, to, just for science, you know. I just how like much to money see. did they pay Jack Antonoff to do this? Got to be a lot. I got to be. I guess. And also, like, but, I have a strong feeling like this is going to be extremely successful. Like, I think no, I you know it will be. So they're probably yeah. paying him a lot of money, and he's like, "Yeah, please, I'll do it. I'll say it again." Yeah, like you yeah. know, like Happy or whatever was like such a huge that thing. was like, huge. Yeah. This feels this feels in that vein. Yeah, of songs that like are huge that we kind of forget were related to a certain movie, right? You know, right. that kind of like Happy just take is over such in a their good. A good example. That song blew up. That was like mm-hmm, the song yeah. of the year. Did, yeah. did it win like Grammys too? Absolutely oh, yeah. huge. And there have been yeah. other there have That's been other insane. like minions related songs or <laughs> trolls related songs and yeah. like things like the that. Justin like, Timberlake, I got a feeling or not yes. I got a feeling, but it's like that yeah. get the feeling or whatever uh, the hell yeah. it is. Yeah. And he did another one with SZA that was also big. Like this. Oh my God. This seems, this, this seems is like a right big for, get for artists. I know. I think that's why they all signed on. They're like, I want to like, be the next happy. Uh, I want to be on the Minion soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. This is like a highlight of someone's year. Probably. It's a little dark. Honestly. It is dark. Um, oh my God. That's so funny. It's so true. Wow. Yeah, well, Damn. I didn't even think of that. Oh my if, God. If this is like the Grammy award winning album of 2023, like <laughs> again, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Don't Yikes. say we didn't warn you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Don't stream it. We can't let that happen. Oh my God. Okay. All right. All right, Kaya, wonderful. finish us off here. Rounding it out. <laughs> um, so I have a question for Kate specifically, and this is related to this week. I watched several clips of Z-Way um, interviewing Chet Hanks. Oh my um, yes. Sort of against my will, but they just kept popping up <laughs> and I just like the curiosity got the better of me. Sure. There's one she confronts him about speaking in like patois. Yeah. yeah. Patois that he, he likes to do. There's one where she asks him about white boy summer. The very worst one I saw where it's where Chet Hanks apparently thinks that he could do a good Joker. And then I proceeded oh. to watch like three minutes of him doing Joker impressions. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> Oh my God. I actually turned my stomach. And oh Z-Way, her interviews are kind of built around like embarrassing people and like confronting <laughs> yeah. people. So Kate, have you ever watched one? 
If so, how far did you get? The answer is no, I've never watched one. <laughs> I actively, so you said like I saw them on my timeline and curiosity got the better of me. The difference is that curiosity has never gotten the better of me. <laughs> I, cause like I knew that they talked about Patois because I saw it on my timeline and I like read the tweets about it, but like, I can't turn the sound on. Like I can't, <laughs> I know my limits and like that is so far past my limits. So like I'm aware of her interviews when she does them mm-hmm. and like I'll read an article about how like she embarrassed like Phoebe Bridgers or like, you know, made somebody say some like really stupid shit. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, like that's her doing her thing. Like, great. Love it. Um, <laughs> Good for her. We'll but not be- <laughs> I have never willingly like actually turned one on with sound and watched it. I can't do it. That's probably, yeah, you'd yeah. like combust probably. The so. whole, I yeah. mean, the whole concept <laughs> is like to make white people cringe and feel and like that's great and that's an important thing that people should do like we deserve that um, you just will not but, be turning the sound on yeah like as a concept I fully support it I just like I would simply die and I've never <laughs> even been it, tempted man. I've never been I tempted think, like, to watch it like a torture it. chamber for you would be <laughs> literally to, like, put yeah not, to, not even to like be interviewed by her like most people are like oh I would never want to be interviewed by her not that like I can't I just can't watch it that would be like the main torture would be me cringing <laughs> watching other people for Ted all Hanks impersonating yeah the Joker was, like, yeah pretty, pretty bad um yeah. that's that's my nightmare for perspective. Uh. <laughs> but thank you I see this is what I like I like when people tell me what happens on it's those funny. interviews. So then sure. I know, but I don't have You're to engage. informed, but you don't have to personally Exactly. Witness. It's like how I w- read the Wikipedia of like horror movies. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. This is smart. This is yeah. how I engaged with, with my limits uh, for content consumption. Totally. All right. I think that's all we got this week. Kaya, yeah. thank you so much for filling in. Oh my God. Anytime. It's always yes. so much fun. Amazing. I'm only slightly sweaty. <laughs> Great. That's what we strive for at the end of any given any given tea time episode. Um, thank you to Kaya for filling in and producing. I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Kaya McMullen. And I'm Amelia Lightmire. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.